Uncomfortable podcast where we talk about any and everything we feel. And if it makes you uncomfortable, you probably should be talking about it. My name is Comfort. My name is Jemima. I'm Chinedu. And I'm James. All right, let's get everybody's week. It was great. So we're going to start with our headlines this week. A lot happened this week. So bear with us. We know the craziness that is going on with the murder of George Floyd, but we're going to touch on the smaller stories and then we'll get into that. So first, I saw a post that Instablog posted where somebody named some, what is it, commenter basically, named Victor Edit commented that he was shocked that Pastor Adeboye's son was wearing a, was dressed, according to him, dressed like 50 Cent. And he says, specifically, I was shocked and sh- short of words. He says, shut of words. I was oh, shocked and short of word. words after seeing this picture. How can a pastor be wearing a face cap this way? God of mercy, what is the church turning into? Leke Adeboye should be cautioned seriously, and he should be called to order. You can't be a pastor and be dressing like a gangster. So how do you guys feel about that? Yeah, uh, basically, uh, dressing is not uh, It's nothing like your dressing cannot tell you're a Christian or you're not a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Now they are referring him as a pastor son, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a pastor son. He shouldn't be dressed like So, that. like, the way he dressed, now nobody knows where he went to. Probably he went to a garden of a youth. Yeah, maybe. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he went to a garden of a youth, so he has to dress as a youth. Okay. Because when you want to win a soul, yeah, you have to like be like them, dress like them, talk like them. Yeah, then you can draw them closer to Christ. So dressing, I don't see anything bad in the way that he dressed. In the way that he dressed, because we can't tell exactly where he went. But I'm sure he didn't go to club or stuff like that. You know. Yeah, and so, I don't think that. I mean, honestly, you should. That means you're gonna discourage certain people from coming to the church. Then, if you're Talking badly against him for dressing that way. Other people that want to come to church and dress like that normally are not going to want to come to church because they feel like they'll be judged. Well, I mean, I know there's a saying that they say you'll be addressed by the way you dress. It's understandable if he maybe was sagging, his boxers were showing, yeah, what maybe ripped pants. But I mean, you just turned your face, your cap to the back. Yeah, it's <laughs> was, not... was the big deal there. Yeah. I mean, it's a normal thing. It just if it looks good on him to him, like what's wrong with turning your cap to the like facing yeah. to the But side? I want to ask, okay, we're all Christians. Is there a specific way to dress that shows your or to, I guess to yeah to dress or to carry yourself that shows you're a Christian? Because I remember in church one time, once um, somebody was he wanted to join the choir, but he wanted to get like you know that mohawk haircut the mm-hmm. guys get. He wanted to get it. I was like, yeah, look nice, like you know to look really nice on you. But he was I, was, I was told, not me specifically, somebody else said it looked good, but they were told that he can't do that. You know, he's going to be on the pulpit singing to people. How can he be having that kind of thing in his hair? You know, he's a, you know, worker in the church, whatever, whatever. So is there a specific way? What's the specific way? What's the difference between like a mohawk and a fade? Okay. Uh, is there any way in the Bible that the Bible tells us that we sh- this is how we're supposed to dress to go to church, or this is how we're supposed to dress no. to sing in the pulpit, or this is how we're supposed to dress as a Christian. No. 
So where does that even so come So is it from? like everybody that dress corporate, quiet, nice is necessarily is going to heaven, or is like he has made everything? That's what I want to know because you know, like I just, I just think it's, you see the problem we are. I wish having, we had like a like a somebody who like a, what we like uh, the problem we are having as a Christian. I always refer to like we should always look at this mm-hmm. the Muslim yeah. and the Christian. You can never see a Muslim man saying anything bad against his fellow Muslim. In public. In public. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's we Christians that always bring ourselves out. Why is it like that? Yeah. You know, like, I never see anything bad, like, as a Christian dressing. Yeah. Crazy. Not even crazy, because this dress is it's not even bad. It was it's just wearing bad. a jacket and a cap. Definitely like, bad. that's that it. it. So, I don't see anything bad on this. Yeah. But if you're a lady... Yeah, like, what is the... Okay, I understand. Even in a natural point of view they say you should have your skirt longer than your knees because when you sit down somebody can see up your skirt or if you don't want if you want to wear a short skirt have like a prayer cloth or something to put over your legs Mm -hmm. that makes sense logically to me right every other thing i'm like what okay if my show like i remember when i used to when i first like joined the church to Mm -hmm. like not the church i've always been in church but in join the choir Mm -hmm. they told me i couldn't wear sleeveless shirts because that's like you're exposing your my arms. Yeah. You're tempting. No. How? No, hold on, hold on. You see, like, like the like the ladies, you guys have so many things that attract men. But okay, that lead I, men to commit what they don't supposed to. Commit. But I don't, I don't agree with that. I just, right. I feel like it's also it's your responsibility it's, as a exactly. man to control yourself. Because I could say, as a man, you wearing a you wearing a suit mm-hmm. is attractive. Mm-hmm. That attracts me to a man. So are you? So you should now dress down because I may find you attract attractive, and it may cause me to lust after you. No, no. You no, see, like what pastors are saying, you know, like as as a child of God, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, as a daughter of Zion. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be a full example for yeah. the younger ones growing. They I, look onto you, the way you dress, they'll copy. So how can you tell someone, okay, your look? And someone that sleep in the water as a prostitute, there's no different from the both of you. There should be a difference. So yeah. what is going to be the different when when a prostitute is wearing something half shoulder <laughs> in the cloth, and then and then you no no but now like, like, and then okay. you wearing half shoulder to the church like what that's you what saying? okay bro I, you're not saying nothing man you keep quiet. Um, because Kelvin be wearing off shoulder. No, I know he doesn't care. My, my issue with dressing is this: I will start from outside the church, and then I will take it back to the church. Yeah, I've always been somebody who believes in the way you present yourself is how people see you. Yeah. yeah. But my take is this: <clears throat> going back to that debate, something. Yeah. Him, I don't know if he's been ordained as a pastor. Or if he just happens to be, or a if he just happens to be a pastor's son, right? I will assume he's been ordained to be a pastor. He's ordained already as a pastor. Yeah. But there is nowhere in the Bible that says, as a pastor, you should dress some certain kind of ways. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He, this picture might have been taken outside his house. This picture might have been taken outside where he's coming out from a friend's place. Right. This picture might have been taken from anywhere. It is not compulsory. That a man of God should put on suits, a man of God should put on caftan, a man of God should not be seen on a face cap or a hat. Yeah. It, it's not compulsory. Even the good book also said, The Lord that we serve 
does not judge you by your physical appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is spiritual. It is what you have inside of you that matters. Do you understand? Then going back to the church issue, eh, it is it, 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 there are certain ways you put it. Okay. Sometimes you see some people, when you go to some certain church where you see where ladies are even allowed to put on trousers, right. put on pants, right. some people just feel like it is right for them to put on anything. Whatever that you're going to put on that is going to expose the, the inner part of you Mm-hmm. becomes inappropriate for you to wear to church. Yes. Whereby okay. you see some ladies, yeah. you're supposed to put on a gym pants. Mm. You see them putting on a low-waist gym pants. Your under pants is showing. Yeah. At that point in time, that outfit becomes inappropriate, inappropriate right. to wear to church. But you honestly, see, I agree with you. That outfit should be inappropriate for mm-hmm. you in general, right? Like even the if... Men, you, I, I don't know if it's in like, general, even if I was, but basically I'm looking at it from in, in the church perspective inside the house. No, that's house. what I'm saying. I feel like this, it creates the dynamic that you dress one way to church and you dress a different way when you're outside of church. And then that, then they'll say that you're pretending if you go to church. Although I do believe that you dress for certain occasions, okay, like yeah. you dress a certain way to the office, you dress a certain mm-hmm. way to school, to church, whatever. So I agree with that. I just feel like who sets the standard for what is inappropriate, what's not inappropriate. Like me and him always joke with like, um, we don't go to, what's the church you always tell? Christ Embassy. Mm-hmm. Like we're not members of Christ Embassy, right? But um, he always tells me that Christ Embassy people, like they like to dress, they dress, you know, they allow them to dress however they want to dress, dress, you know, well. And so who set the standard for that church? And then like a church like MFM, which I, was a member of also a church like okay deeper life a church like redeem like who decide or a catholic church who decides that how you dress is appropriate how you dress is inappropriate because if a christ embassy person came into an mfm church that person is now inappropriate okay but when you go to your own church you know what i'm saying like i feel like there should be this this whole thing it has to do with um tradition every church every church no matter no matter no matter how they're serving the same God. But no matter how you try to serving their God. They have tradition. They have mm-hmm. the kind of books that they follow. They have the kind of uh, right. like MFM doesn't mean. play drums because just because that's what the pastor he had a, a dream that God said that's not his vision, but he doesn't condemn you know, anybody. You know, you know what I'm saying? So what I'm so, saying is what I'm saying is I used to be Mm-mm. I used to be I used to, I used to I used to be a member of um, Christ Embassy way back in Nigeria. And um yeah. you're living the good life. Christ Embassy is a church whereby um, you're free yeah. to do whatever you do because the way they were being brought up is you were not being judged, judged by how you dress most of them who wear suits you see them in church they are the most criminal people you ever meet yeah. why see the other ones who are not wearing suits are the ones really really who deep inside of them wants to work for God wants to do something but there is a boundary so can I ask? Were you? Did you feel more comfortable when you went to Christ Embassy? Yeah, did you I feel was. less yeah, like you know, pressure? No, no. The, like, the thing is, it's just, it's just that you just need to know what is good for you. As a person, as a person, you just need to be disciplined enough to understand the fact that at this point in time, I can't see myself putting on this to church. Despite the fact that it's a free way to dress in church, it's just not my own. Personal it is not thing. my own personal thing. And there are some people. Most of the people you see in Christ Embassy who, in quotes where things that are not acceptable in the church yeah. are people who 
It's either they just came into the church right. because in the long run, let me not lie to you, even though it's more like a free will, mm. in the long run, issues like that have been addressed. If it's not addressed in church in open, which I, they don't do like that, yeah. it's been addressed in the group meetings, in the PA area. About how people dress? In the, how, in the different group meetings because leaders are that, leaders in that meetings, everybody will, they will talk about it. Yeah. So they don't like talking it in the congregation, so like, don't look as... It's been televised. Right, right. Yeah, so don't yeah bro, sorry, right. let me just no, cut you short. You know, see, like, like Christ members you are talking about, I think I, I worshiped with them for like three to four times yeah. back home when I was in Nigeria. And then my younger brother was playing for them. Okay. Back home too, when he was, when I was, when he, he was in Nigeria too. Right. You see, dressing doesn't matter in the house of God. Okay. What matters is the presence of God. Yeah. That when you step into a place. Yeah. If you yourself, you are filled with the Spirit, you sense this God in this in place. place yeah. So, and any time you enter Christ's embassy, the atmosphere change. So, because it's not all about the dressing; it's all about worshiping. It's so, all about serving. Yeah. So it's where, all about the world. Right. You know, when you go to Christ's embassy, you listen to the world, you'll be filled and you'll be blessed. Yeah. When you talk about the praises, when you listen to people praising God in Christ's embassy. Talk less of what they are wearing. Talk less of what they are, the way they do their hair, the way they dress. But there's something in that church yeah, yeah. that is the presence of God is always there. And majority. And when you talk about other churches again, that they criticize people that don't wear this, don't wear that, don't do this, don't do yeah. this. If you go to those churches and mm -hmm. see, like you will see, immediately you just enter into the church, your spirit, your spiritual life will just die off immediately. Yeah, you got what I'm saying. So it's not all about dressing; it's all about your heart and all about your spirit connected to the spirit of God. Yeah, I agree. So, do you? Well, I personally feel like my the way I make peace with the way like certain things MFM did because I was an MFM for a really long time, and I no no problem. I was an MFM for a really long time, and I just felt like you know what? Different churches serve different purposes. Yeah, like I, to me, MFM is an emergency room. So MFM, people go to MFM, not in a bad way. I mean, like, people go to MFM when, like, they've tried everything. They need to know. They have some spiritual issue. They don't know what the problem is. So they tell you, remove everything. Let's find out what it is. What may be, may be attached to something you're wearing. Just be your most pure, contrite, holy self and come and let's figure out your problem. Because most people that I know come to MFM when they're having a deep, deep issue. They get their healing and then they go... And MFM is not the kind of church, in my opinion, that all the time that I've been there, MFM is not a church. You just come. I, I just want to praise God. I'm having a great week. MFM, you're going to MFM because I have a problem and I need God to help me. And it's a serious problem. And I can't even say it out loud. It's some spiritual deep issue. You know, like... like so, I feel like maybe that's why... Well, like, the very first day I went to MFM, like, I went to their church. That was when I found out that... That was when I found out that they don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't kind of play instruments. No, they're they not even allowed to use drums. You don't use drums, just only keyboard. Okay. You don't even use bass. I was like... Yeah, well, the same goes, say, enter his game with singing, with praises. How can you praise God without no hey, No, you know what I'm saying? No, like, how can you praise God? Like... Like, I can you, you, you know exactly. what I'm saying? I can you praise God? Like, yeah, when, so it I comes, just, when it comes to this whole spiritual issue, thing, yeah. <laughs> I try as much as I can to be to be smart before you say it's true. What I'm about to say because, mm -hmm. yeah, I just believe one thing man. at the end of the day, we're serving one God, yeah, and if there are some certain things that happen in the spiritual realm that we don't really understand, 
Yeah. It's I've been to churches whereby like let me I like to use Christ exa- Christ as an example because this was a church that took me to the next level. Yeah. Spiritually. And um their own their own way of doing things in the way things of God are through praise. Yeah. Through worship. Yeah. Right. And the key is the the the, the general officer, Pastor Chris. The yeah, way it teaches, the way it teaches, you will understand that it is more like a gift that has been transferred transferred to for to the father, from the father to the son. Yeah. To the grandson. That's how the gift is. Every pastor that preaches in Christ Sabbath preach, they teach, they don't even preach, they teach yeah. like Pastor Chris. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It is more like a tradition yeah. in that church. So I won't sit here and say MFM is this. Uh, deeper like this. It's their tradition. Is it my kind of thing? No. no. Yeah. But I just believe they have a vision to do what they There's wish. a reason. There's a reason. That's why I why stopped questioning doing, the drum. They are the reason like, why they are doing what they are doing. I wasn't there when God gave him that. There's a reason why they are doing what they are doing and who am I yeah. to sit here and say Christ Ambassador right is right. right. MFM is wrong. MFM is right. Deeper life is wrong. Deeper my own is at the end of the day, at the end of everything, God will come down and say, these are my people. These people are just in the boskies. <laughs> that one is another one. Oh, okay. let me say a quick story. Though. Yeah, Sorry. go ahead. There was a time my, brother, my brother's wife and I were walking back in, then in, in Abuja. She had the red and nail polish on her feet. Mm-hmm. One woman i think she was deeper like doing evangelism stopped her mm-hmm. i was telling her uh, why did she paint her nails yeah that this is luring men um astray yes do you see what i'm saying like now i'm not <laughs> gonna paint right your nails is gonna lure me astray what what why am i even looking at your feet that's exactly. what i thought nail, so, your I nail. Mean, my real wife said she's doing it because she likes seeing her nails in that color like why would yeah. i even look at your nails like i'm looking at okay ladies going the next thing i want to do let me see her nails and i don't like the fact i just want to say this for the record I don't like the fact that we're like forced to baby men. These are yeah. grown people. If a man is not attracted to you, there's nothing you can say to force that man to be yes, attracted no. to you. Exactly. So <laughs> if it's it's and it's just because they think you're attractive. If a if it was a woman that they didn't think was that attractive, they don't harass them. Just they don't like, care if their arms are showing. Just like a, a comedian would like, say to I ladies, I, a comedian no. would say to ladies, I don't know why you ladies are wasting your money on her. How many times have you seen guys gather together and say, buddy, see that big hair? Yeah. <laughs> we don't trip for all those kind of things. Yeah, you know? the, most of the so, things when we care about you know what I'm men saying? don't really So why, about. I, why is the lady saying the nails? Um, uh, that if you, you're painting your nails. I was stopped in the door. That's me. To me. Why are you painting your nails? Remove the nail polish. I've heard about Yvonne, Heist from the Waters. I've heard yeah, about... Yeah, they didn't let us wear we I've heard about... The painting of nails, how is uh, Antichrist? See, at this point in time, when it comes to this spiritual, uh, it's me, I call it spiritual pandemic. <laughs> when it comes to this spiritual pandemic, I just pray to God, God, please, yeah. just show us the way. Because if you, I've heard so many things, and at this point in time, you don't, you don't know what to believe, and you don't want to say unnecessary stuff. Exactly. Let's just all pray that we're doing the right thing by what God says we should do. Okay, so I want to switch gears a little bit. And just quick, quick one is about like... Um, what? What you're saying dressing. before. The, yeah, dressing and stuff like that. Uh, just to round it up, you know what I'm saying. It's okay. just that 
always have it in mind. Yeah. They 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 please God after this head. God have it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You yeah, 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 you yeah, dress, yeah, yeah. You'll be judged. You don't dress. Yeah. We are all going to the same place. Hopefully. You know what I'm saying? It's just that just make sure like your heart everything is right. your heart is right. Yeah. We do the right thing yeah, and yeah. then pray to God that at the last day you should just make heaven. Amen. So that's just it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. So um now I wanted to switch gears a little bit. So I'm sure by now um most of us have heard about all this madness with Cynthia Morgan and um Jude Okay Okoye, right? Yeah. Jude, <laughs> Jude Okoye. And um, now David O is in the mix. Burner Boy has been added into the mix. And I think it's... So for anyone who doesn't know, Cynthia Morgan was... A, I'm not familiar with her, but everybody else is familiar with her. So you guys can chime in if I get anything wrong. So Cynthia Morgan, she was a really popular... Like, she used to sing like reggae music, right? Yeah, no. she's kind of. She's a. She's Nigerian. Yeah, she's a right? good singer. Yeah. Yeah. So she was kind of singing reggae music. She used to be really popular. How many years ago? She's dancehall. Dancehall music. Yeah. How many years ago would she say she was like hot? Since uh, uh, Morgan has been away for like six like years. Like 2014. Six years now. Okay, so 2014. Yeah, before 2016. before 2014, she was big. She was popular. She was out right and Jude Okoye was her manager Jude Okoye if you don't know is also um, P Square's brother oldest brother and manager right yeah yes okay so apparently she disappeared nobody knew why she disappeared at the time right you guys didn't hear anything that's why she kind of went away her career went away the only thing I could remember was she was sick but that was the only thing okay so now she's come back and she said that basically that her managers were the reason for her downfall, for her career going down, that they're the ones that stifled her career, they're the ones that destroyed her career. Jude Okoye has said, who he usually he has a lot of bad things that people say about him because people feel like he's to blame for the breakup between his brothers, um, P-Square. And um, he's come out and he said that, obviously this is not true. I'll insert the clip of what he said here. Now, on the Cynthia Morgan issue, Please, you have a contract with me. It's a 360 deal. I've mm. spent over 40 million naira on you. You go out, you left even before your contract expired. Mm. Have, I ever, have I ever gone to court to get injunction on you? I let mm. you go. With all the money you've got, I beg, when you are busy, Telling people what I supposedly did to you. Did you mm. tell them I gave you a Range Rover? Did you tell them I paid your house rent? That white Range Rover. Time with me? That white Range Rover. Now you give them. Yes, now. The white you swallow. Um, to the she been get accident to that Range Rover. Did you tell people, these same people, that I gave you money to buy land for your mama for Benny? me. As in, I don't understand. You tell people how many shows where you don't play for back without my knowledge. Where's Joy Tongo report about? That's why you wanted her to wow. be out of the picture. See, I sit back like this, I'll be like, how can somebody believe that I will spend 40 million plus on an artist only for me to see that artist fail? Where, where then goes my money? That basically that he paid for about 12 videos for her to do that he still hasn't recouped on that. 
that he helped her career. He didn't stop her. He didn't cage her in any contract. The contract she signed it. She's the one that wanted to leave. She's the one that wanted to have a change. She started, she wanted to change her name so much so that she wanted to change her name just so she could get out of her contract with him. So he let her go. And now she's saying that he's to blame. And because of that, um, basically, David, now David O, even though she insulted David O, David O has tried to come to her rescue and says that he's going to, on a public platform, he said that he's going to give her money and try to help her career be revived. And um, Burner Boy, because he was, I guess he used to date her, so people say, he was in a video. Yeah, he was, he was her video. <laughs> he was her video vixen. And um, he didn't have a lot of nice things to say about her. He didn't feel like, or, or he just didn't feel like David O should get himself involved or something like that, right? So how do you guys feel about this whole thing? Whose side are you on? Who do you believe? Does it make sense? As for the video though, I'm like, why did he have to tweet Cynthia Morgan call me? Why? Like, why did he have to go on Twitter? To I mean, you know what? I, I think he did it. Let me just put a disclaimer. I actually enjoy David O. I like David O's music. But I do feel, somebody said that if you notice, David O does things, he only does things in public. David like O does not give any money privately. Numbers. If he doesn't help people. Well, I don't know if he does. This is what someone said. That he doesn't, he, everything he does, he does it publicly. And they feel like he does it so people know about it on a public platform to make himself look good. I don't know how true that is. About, about David o. About why he tweeted and got himself involved in the whole thing. That doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. If you are blessed, you are blessed. No, no, not his career. I mean, I know, they're saying I, I why know, did he tweet, tweet in the middle of That's the That's what I'm situation. saying. Like, there, there was a video I was watching about David o, mm. And then they were kind of interviewed. They were like, hey, David. How do you help a lot of your boys, or how do you help a lot of your guys around you mm. reach? You know what I mean? Yeah. Go to their shows. You don't take any money from them. They will not say that he watched his dad doing it. Yeah. That the dad is a shameful giver. Yeah. All right, yeah. and that is what David is doing. That's so he doesn't. He doesn't like. Okay, what about the guy that just did the puzzle of him and whiskey, and they just gave the guy one million euro? Yeah. So like, David doesn't even know the guy. No, no, that's great. He doesn't know anything about the guy. He just, like, hey, that's great. call but what me. What people are saying is, why do we have to know that you gave him a million dollars? That doesn't mean. So if he paid, you give. No, if the guy, if the guy, it's one thing if the guy would have said, because mm. now I'm like, yeah, that's kind of true. I only know about things. David O does everything publicly. If the guy would have said, oh, guys, do you know David O gave me this money? Da, 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 I changed my life. That's different. David O is the one that will tweet it or send it. Or post it, or put something up to let you know I gave, I helped someone out. Can I say something? Like, but, but yes. can I say something? Yeah, Most of these people saying that this are hypocrites. Hypocrites, man. Give you anything bad? Like, what? what? Okay. Okay. Why do we go on social media to say giveaway? Like, why do we do giveaway in social media? To give back to your fans. Okay. Okay. Like, giving back to your fans. See, let me tell you something. Yes. You said something like, I know a lot of people expect me not to. Listen to Cynthia Morgan based on the things she said about me in the yeah. past. Right. But this guy came up and said, the only reason why I'm doing this is because she has gone astray, but she's talented. What his concern is about the talent that is being killed, the talent that is being buried. Concerning Cynthia Morgan and Judo Koye, Judo Koye has always been someone has been on the spotlight for... A long time. A long time and... One of the reasons why he has always been on the spotlight and not something positive. Right. I am not going to say Cynthia Morgan is right. 
and I'm not going to sit here and crucify Judokoye. Judokoye has brought out the contract. Yeah, yeah, for everyone and to read. For everyone to read. I've not gone through it. Yeah. So I don't want to say things that I'm not sure. Yeah, say it's A whole lot of people are having sympathy for Cynthia Morgan. That's why they are taking a side. And, and that they know that a usual, she has a common story of the artist getting a bad deal. Yeah, you guys know that. Artists keep getting bad deals. No, no, you know If you're not careful of, by your business, by you your business, you're not, you're not intelligent enough. Yeah. You just go there and sign contracts you're not supposed to sign. At the yeah. end of the time, at the end of the year, you'll find yourself. You know that, you know that, uh, Cynthia finally apologized, came out live to apologize to Jude. You guys recently? Know that? Recently. Well, that was just yesterday. Okay. Well, and then, she and David Joe, yeah. I think she was apologizing to No, you. she apologized. Let me show you. Because I, I follow them every day. She apologized <laughs> yesterday <laughs> that you should please forgive her because she doesn't know what she was doing. All right, guys, let's get right into the entertainment news that we have for you today. First up, Cynthia Morgan apologizes to Judo Koye and her former manager. Now, we guess or hope the long social media battle between dancehall star Cynthia Morgan, her former um, record label boss Judo Koye, and her former manager Joy Tongo is close to being over as Cynthia Morgan has now apologized. In an official statement released via her Instagram page, Cynthia Morgan stated that she was wrong, just like other parties involved, and she is sorry for allowing her emotions get the best of her. She wrote, and I quote, I, Cynthia Morgan, would like to use this platform to appreciate all the love, well wishes, and support from everyone showing love to me, my health, and my well-being. A huge appreciation to Upfront for, um, with Sandra, whose platform my story was told. Appreciation goes out to David O for reaching out and other brands who reached out. Now, a lot has happened in the past. I heard other parties um, involved had their fair share of blame, but we all make mistakes. I was younger and new in the industry, and in retrospect, some things could have been done differently instead of left unresolved. She, that's what she said. That's what she said. So she lied. Is that what she's saying? She lied. Yes. I need to go through that. Yeah, yeah because, because if she had come up and said that. What they do? Because the last thing I heard was she saying I would have sued him. So I want to play it for you guys to see. So what you saw now? This is based on what uh, James is saying. Yeah. We don't know if it's if it's not accurate. I'll do a voiceover to fix it. No, it but, was. But you that said that she so she apologized. Yeah, that she apologized to, to Jude. That, that she was lying. She sorry. That she was she lying. Lied on him. That she was under depressed. You know, she doesn't know what to do. So and she that's why said, she was just saying that that Jude should please forgive her for everything. You know what I'm saying? And then they found out that like, and then they were in that show or in that talk, uh, like she and David has a song. Yeah. Already together. Now. Yeah, they have a song. Okay. Together, and then now there's issue between she and David now. That she blocked David on her Instagram and then David also blocked her on her Instagram. So something has happened. So something is going on now. <laughs> you know, so like entertainment but that sounds so... and then something is bro. Because uh -uh. okay, you let's say you apologize to Jude and now you you have beef with David O. Mm -hmm. So maybe David O was mad that you because basically you made him look like a fool. Cause essentially you're saying that he didn't kill my career. You were probably the reason your career died. David O thought he was coming to your rescue based on the information that he had. And now you guys are beefing. Like, that's, what, that's what I said. I don't want to say anything about this, this issue till I find out. Till I go all to, all I the information? I, till I get all the details. And I don't know because Cynthia Morgan is... I'm just loving her because of the talent. And like I said, six years ago, she would match any male artist in Nigeria, in Africa, back really? to back. But... No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, mm -mm. 
doesn't she doesn't even look like Cynthia Morgan now. She, she yeah, looks, they said she looks yeah, she looks totally different. She, 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 she looks like Cynthia Bakey. <laughs> <laughs> this is I think this is messy though. Why yeah. would you okay? I don't care if you're trying to make amends with Jude. Like if you want to apologize to Jude because you felt you feel okay, maybe you smeared you, his you, name. You said some certain things you're not supposed to say to me. Cool. But why do you go ahead and block the video? A guy that has decided to even come to your rescue, even if you don't want him to yeah. help you out, Maybe. Or, you don't wanna, or you don't want to have any business to do with him. Why make it a public thing? That why do you have to go be? Yeah. Do you like it's messy. It like, messy. You, know, you know, like like. But maybe like, that no. was maybe Jude no. felt offended was by the condition? stepping in. Yeah. No, 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 no. It can't be a condition. Can't no, 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 why? Because what other reason? Jude, Jude doesn't have, have any issue. David do. No, they don't have any issue with David. I don't like, have Jude any issue between Jude and John David. David. Right no, 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 they don't. They don't. They don't so then, why was she unfollow? That doesn't make sense. No, there must right be when some... you apologize, you decide to unfollow him. No, there must be they, like, like as he said, he said there must be something that, that nobody that happened that nobody know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So probably maybe David is trying to give us something and give her condition of what to do. Maybe, maybe. She, Are you getting what I'm saying? Like this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're gonna do under me. This is what. And she said, "No, man, bro, I can't do if that." If I was the video, this apology would have pissed me off. You know what I'm saying, sir? Yeah, because like you just made everybody look stupid. Exactly. Like, it, like, you caused said, all this beef for no some, reason. Jude's wife came out and said, "Oh, what you're looking for is attention and yeah. like, pity, mm -hmm. and you've gotten it." So yeah. let's move on, please. <laughs> So how do you guys feel about Jude though? Do you think that all all of the heat that he gets is it warranted? You know, like you know, a lot of allegations have gone on with that young man called yeah. Jude. You so, know, Jude came out openly and said a lot of stuff. When you follow them very well, mm. he said that Peter was not fighting him, fighting Pisque or his brother. Yeah, yeah. Peter yeah. was just fighting him. Did you listen to that? No, no, no. no. He said, well, okay, well, what he said, I'll insert the clip here. See me. This is not, it's not something that's even bothering me because all these years she has been trying to get me to come out to the media and stuff like that. Even, believe you me, I wouldn't have come out. Mm. Why mm. I came out is because Peter put me out for this matter. I know for like seven years now, I don't keep quiet. Ah, but Peter talked Peter Peter talk many things against you. He, listen now, I don't keep quiet for over seven years for this matter. You know, that way they talk, say, um, silence is the best answer. But now, anytime I Google my name, what that they see under my name, you know, the day, impressing. Mm. You know, the impressive. It's like, I'm if, if I go to America now, and they ask what's my name, I tell them, they Google, and they will be like, whoa. Everything about this guy is just negative. Nah, nigga, I think it's high time. I come out and start spilling every fucking allegation one person throw on me. This is about my legacy in the future. This is about what my children will wake up. Yes. And see. I can't keep quiet for it's. It's very obvious that even if I am found dead and the, on at the corner of a street, Peter will still have something negative to say about me. I don't understand why, mm -hmm. nigga. Mm -hmm. I've not spoken to you for 2017 September. I've not wow. I've not communicated with you. I've not in any way even set eyes on you by mistake. What is it? Ah, but bro, you, you guys live in the me? same because your house is very close to his household. Bro, everybody mind in business. What do you want from me? Now you push me away from the boat. You still not happy that they swim. Mm, mm. As in, but what can I ask you a question? What do you want? Okay, 
No, the, the, the thing now is, it's like, is there anything that I still have in my possession that you want? Even people will lose their loved ones. Three years ago, don't move on. Nigga, what yes, the fuck do you yes, want? Yes, 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 it, yes, it, yes, it, yes. It's driving me nuts. It's like, I don't even know anymore. What do you want? But bros, bros, eh, the question, the question in the, in the, like, everybody's asking one, one question. They were like, before they broke up, you are the elder brother. Yes. You would have told them, Peter, stop this. Paul, stop this. But the fact that you went with Paul is making my everybody brother, angry. He's making it's everybody because, angry. You see, Bob, you see the questions, you see the questions I think, everywhere. I think, you see, yeah, go I, on. think I, have to, I have to blame everything to my being silent all this while. Yes. Because nobody has heard anything from me. Hmm. Now, you're talking about me talking. Okay, let me, let me make you understand something. This problem has nothing to do with Peter and Paul. Yes. Peter and Paul not their problem. Peter and Paul know they, know they, know they fight. Peter was fighting me to be out from Peace Square. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. All because Usher did it. Beyonce did it. Everybody did it. Paul was like, okay, give me a reason why Jude has to go. He could not give mm. any reason. Let him just go. This person did this person did this person. Paul was like, if I don't get reason, Jude know they go anywhere. Now Paul has to be punished for supporting. Mm. What he said was that the real thing that he didn't want to come out and say is that Peter wanted his own management. He didn't like the way Jude was managing them. He didn't like the way he was handling their money. So he wanted them to get their own management or man he wanted them to manage their own careers basically. He they, he wanted to fire Jude. And that Paul didn't agree with that and he wanted to stay with Jude. And that's what caused the division. Oh. Yeah. So that's what this whole thing has been about. And what I don't understand is so then how does the cuz I keep hearing it's the wife, it's the wives, it's the wives. How did the wife come into it? And why is that and anything. Why does that have to do with anything? Women, women are strong. But why is it? Where but did that come is, from? Though? Did something the happen? Is, I don't know if we we see we are grown ups, and most times when you keep relationship or you're in a marriage, mm -hmm. most times there's some sudden business deals a husband will trying to do with a business partner. Mm -hmm. The man might have agreed and said, "Okay, we'll do this business." But when you go back home and discuss it with your wife, and your wife is like. They, no, uh, no. no, I'm not buying this. Like you and this dude have been doing this business for a very long time. He keeps cheating you. You know what I'm saying? All right. So now um, we're gonna. Well, first I wanna. I just wanna ask this question. It's a one-word answer. Just think, okay? Think while I'm saying it. It's a one-word answer. Which celebrity do you defend like you're getting paid for it? It's a question that they asked. Worldwide. No, no. Which celebrity? Worldwide. Yeah, any your own is your own person. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be an American. I actually don't have any. <laughs> no, you, I, I actually I actually know that. No, um, am I? No, I wouldn't defend. Am I and Two Face for no well. reason? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> Unprovoked. Un <laughs> if I say this, you can be dumb though, but it's. I mean, I can I have to say it. What was that? David. Um. <laughs> This dumb. This dude's disappointed my soul. Chris Brown. 
No, Chris Brown is my homeboy. Anytime I I'm coming, exactly. I'm, coming, I'm coming to Chris Brown. Funny enough, I'll kill it. God bless you, my brother. That's yeah, that was gonna say, say that's his man. person. Funny enough, see, see, like, like, like it, it, don't even. It's just one word. Kelly, man. Kelly, Kelly, and Tupac. You see, Al Kelly. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, Al Kelly, yeah, yeah. Tupac, and whiskey, please. Nigerian whiskey. Kudos, Big. Chris Brown. How can you be defending Biggie and Tupac? Yeah, you're a double agent. You're a double agent. Biggie has a song that everybody liked those days, man. Notorious B.I.G. Yeah. Chris Brown. Okay. Davido. Fino. Yes. A Blaze. Who? A Blaze. Who's that? It's an artist in Nigeria. Okay. I mean, are you naming plenty of people are paying you, bro? She, I just, I tell, like, please, you guys should give them a handle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me let me go on my, you know, oh. like, uh, are you, who did you, you say, Tupac? More? Man, bro, R. I have Kelly. like two million, but let's leave yeah. this one so I don't call them. I have like, uh, of course, it's Tupac, okay. R. Kelly, Whiskey, David O, Techno, Double um, <laughs> you know, and then I love um, Osha's guy that I love so much. Um, Kanye West, you know. You defend Kanye? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shut up. Kanye's my like, homeboy, man. No, he does not I like him. I like him so much. No, you he's know, talking, you know, he's talking about Kanye Kanye. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was thinking about Kanye. Kanye West. No, 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 no. no, no. Exactly. You know, when that, if you give me, if you give me, if you give me. No, Jesse's dead, you know. Like, see, Jesse's my homeboy, too. You know? See, um, uh, there's this dude I was supposed to call. Uh, Jesse? No, Puff Daddy. Keep it at those three. Who are the guys that I defend? Wizkid and Burner Boy. Everybody else, I mean, still in it. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go into our big story of the day of the week. Um, well, first of all, there's been a lot of crazy racial things happening this week. And so I just want to touch on a couple of them and then we can get into George Floyd. Um, if you guys didn't know, there's this crazy lady. Um, I think her name is Jennifer who has, sorry if y'all can hear any noise in the background, we have kids. Um, yeah, there's this crazy lady who, um, a black man, very um, contrite black man, good in society, minding his business, walking in the park, and this white lady had her dog off of a leash in the park. And it's not allowed to have your dog off of a leash. So the man just simply asked her, can you please, I'm going to insert the clip here. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording. Please, please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. I'm taking pictures of calling the cops. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. Please tell them whatever you like. 
excuse me. I'm sorry, I'm in the ramble, and there is a man, African American, he has a bicycle helmet. He is recording me and threatening me and my dog. There is an African American man, I am in Central Park. He is recording me and threatening myself and my dog. Thank you. To put your dog on a leash, you know, it's kind of dangerous. There's kids out here. You're not supposed to have your dog on the leash. This pissed this lady off because she felt like, how dare he tell her anything? So she proceeded. First of all, she's dragging the poor dog all over the place. She almost killed the poor dog. And she told him that if he doesn't put his camera away and get away from her, that she's going to call the police and say an African-American man is, is trying to kill her and is harassing her. It's threatening her life is what she said. So he said, okay, go ahead and call the police and tell them whatever you want to tell them. She called the police while she's on camera and lied and proceeded to start acting like she was crying, that she's so terrified that this African-American man is trying to kill her. She clearly lied on the phone. Luckily, she has lost her job and she also had the dog taken away from her. And also, there was another case where these three black young black men who have this really successful company were in their office building, gym. They were working out in the gym. This white man felt like it was his job to ask them what they're doing there. He said that they don't look like they belong there and that um, he wants to see their IDs. They didn't show him the ID, so he called, tried to call the police on them. Um, he's lost his lease. They took his lease away, so he was forced out of that building. And um, so justice was served, and he said that he should have just minded his business. Okay, now we can get into George Floyd. So for anyone that doesn't know what's going on with George Floyd, maybe you've been sleeping for the past week. But um, George Floyd is an African-American male who's actually from Houston, my hometown. Um, he was in Minneapolis for work and apparently, allegedly the police stopped him because he had a warrant for, um, he wrote a forged check or something, like a bad check. So they stopped him. In the videos that we've seen, he has not resisted arrest. About five or four officers pulled him out of his car, arrested him. Walk, you can clearly see them walking him to some location. And then the next clip, he's on the ground with his face down. Three officers are on top of him. Two of them are on his back or on his legs. And then this officer, David, uh, what is his name? Chauvin. Sorry, Derek Chauvin is has his knee in his neck and the man is screaming. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. He's calling for his mother. He's every there's people around them that's recording this saying that he can't breathe. Please get off of him. The man that was there that was closest to the situation said that he told the officer this is a blood choke. You're killing him. It's a blood choke where you have it is a blood choke. He said the officer looked at him and looked down and continued to stay on his neck. He was on his, he had his knee, his entire, his body weight on his neck for eight minutes, eight full minutes. And for three of those minutes, he was completely unconscious and they still stayed on top of him. Those other officers didn't do anything and they didn't stop anything. And later he died. So now that has caused, um, those four officers were fired, but that it took like, I think 
over the past few days. They weren't arrested. He was finally, Derek Chauvin was finally arrested today. And new evidence came out that he actually worked overlapping security night shifts with the man at a Minneapolis nightclub. And a lady that owned a nightclub said that anytime that officer and those officers would come into the, her nightclub and it was Latino night, they were calm, they were relaxed, it was no problem. But when it was like a black or urban night with a lot of black people, they were on edge, any little thing that happened. Anytime when it was Latino night and anybody would get into a fight, they would calm the situation down, they would de-escalate. When it was black night and they got into anything, they would immediately arrest, pepper spray. She said that they would hit women and children. I'll insert the clip that she said that here. And that it was always clear that he was always uh, immediately scared whenever he saw a black person. That he was just kind of, he has 18 complaints since 2001 about police brutality, about him being using excessive force, and he was still there. And the county attorney, at first he said that he didn't have enough evidence to charge him, even though the video was clearly out. And then they finally charged him, and he said that it was done quickly. But people are saying that if anybody else would have had that type of encounter, that they would have been arrested and put into custody immediately, and then they would have investigated after. So now there's riots everywhere. There's um, been protests in Atlanta, in Houston. Now, um, Kevin just showed me that there's one in Dallas, in New York, in Washington, D.C., and in Minneapolis. They burned down the police precinct in Minneapolis. They went to his house to protest outside of his house. He is in police custody, but they still haven't arrested. As far as I know, they haven't arrested the other three officers yet. And the family, um, they had an autopsy done by the police station. And the police said that, um, basically the autopsy person that said that there was no, the, them crushing his neck didn't have any effect on him dying, which is a lie. So they're gonna have their own autopsy done by former NYC medical examiner, Dr. Michael Baden. He's gonna conduct a private autopsy. So that was a lot. Sorry guys, but how do you feel about it? And about, oh, also a CNN reporter who was black was arrested for no reason, because they said that they didn't know what he was doing there when he was obviously standing in front of CNN cameras. And just and because he was black, they arrested him. They didn't arrest. They arrested him and a couple of his crew members, all that were people of color. They didn't arrest anybody else. There's a bunch of reporters that they had out there, and they didn't arrest any of them. They finally let him go because the mayor or the... Yeah, the mayor saw what was happening, and he fixed it, and he said that that was absolutely unacceptable. But, yeah, so that's where we are right now. How do you guys feel about everything that's going on? It's a lot. It's just... Mm. Mm. It's a lot. Mm -mm. How do you feel? <coughs> yeah, um... I don't have much to say because it's already... Everything is already on the air. You know, but what I saw today is like... It's high time that the blacks have to just stand up for their right. Yeah. I know, like... Majority of people living in the state, they're all white. Yeah, but the majority of like them. now, I believe that they're kind of unite and they're speaking one voice. Yeah. So for every state to come out and demonstrate just for this day, that means a step has been taken. Yeah. So if they can continue the way they are doing now, I think clean of black we'll may stop. Like may stop or may not be like the way it was before again. Yeah, and at least even if it's bad enough that these killings happen. The worst part is that the police officers don't get charged. Usually they get, the fact that they even got fired was shocking. Usually they get suspended with pay until, okay. two, with pay for two weeks while they investigate. And then the investigation will say that, oh, they had probable cause and they'll carry on with their life. 
I'll, there's a list, you can just Google it, there's a list of officers that have been let off in all of these cases and a bunch of people that have been let off because of these cases. So that's even the worst part is that, okay, they've killed them and then there's no justice afterwards. So we have to still see, oh, the man has been charged with third degree murder, which is murder without intent, what? which obviously he had intent if he knew him before this. But they said that they charged him with murder without intent and manslaughter. And it just, it's the, char the charge basically means that a reasonable person would know that the act that you're doing would cause death. Hmm. And so that's basically the charge in um, legal terms. But because he obviously had an intention to kill him for him to just leave him on the ground. Yes. And he was already in handcuffs. He, he was not even trying to like fight it because I saw the video as yeah. well. He wasn't even trying to resist the arrest, nothing. Yeah. I just like that. He just kneeled on his. On his, I don't even know how you're comfortable. Okay, he's saying he can't breathe. He's over and over. He's saying I can't breathe. I can't breathe. It's, a grown man is calling for his mother. Like more. everyone else was telling them he can't breathe. He can't breathe. Like no, that's they tried. They he killed. Just him. wanted to kill. They, him. He just wanted to kill him. Like it's absolutely it's ridiculous. Well, on this issue, it's 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 disturbing because I saw the video. Yeah. And um, I don't think there's any law that says you're supposed to put your feet in the neck. Yeah, I'm, I'm that's not even a way to subdue. What they do is I know they do it on the back. Yeah. I've seen them doing it on the back several times, but I don't see them taking it up to the neck side. And if you have a man down, and only when you do stuff like that, it's when... The person you, is violent, you, has you, a... You guys are more than one and the person is violent and you guys are trying to subdue him subdue him but and was, even then go ahead go ahead there was a clip i saw earlier when they took him when they held him first mm -hmm. they put him down he sat down the letter they, they asked him to get up while they were moving him to the car he fell down yeah so he so there so must be something there, there must be something wrong there must be something that went wrong. So for him to fall down by himself. Yeah. And you felt like, okay, at this point in time, it's for me to like put my knee on his neck. You did that for seven minutes. You just wanted seven to minutes. Eight minutes. Passers by were like there telling you this dude is saying he can't breathe. breathe. Me watching the clip, I heard him. Yeah. Saying, I, can't I can't breathe. breathe. I can't breathe. Yeah. He my stomach already, hurts, my back hurts, my yeah. and my neck hurts. I can't breathe. Like he was this, the reason why the stomach hurt was, but at that point in time, the blood clots were here. Yeah, the blood were not moving. He might have died of blood. The fact that there was no uh, more, more. He said, "Please let me stand." Like he could. You know what I'm saying? No. What if you want to, if the whole point of you doing that is to arrest him because of this forged check. Put him in the back you already of the car. put him in the back seat of the car. Put you already have him in handcuffs. They just wanted to kill him. And really, the source of this issue with the police is the police are taught to be scared of black people and to kill them. And the whole origin. Do y'all know how police even came to be in this country? Police officers. The original police officers were slave catchers. That's how. That's what who the original police officers were. They were set up to catch runaway slaves. So if you see a runaway slave, you catch them, you kill them, do whatever you need to do to subdue them, to bring them back. And the 13th Amendment, which is the amendment that freed slaves, also says that if you should do anything that is untoward, that they deem as a crime, that you will be put back into slavery. That's a current legislation. That's a current amendment that's happening right now. So that's where all of this comes from, is that that's what they're being taught. These officers are not 
it's not, it's, they say a majority of the officers, if you really look into the history, a lot of them are originate with the KKK. Like, it's just racism. And I feel like the media is focusing on, oh, they're rioting, they're doing this, they're doing that. But what started this whole issue in the first place? What caused them to do that? Because when they were protesting peacefully, when they were kneeling, Trump was calling them sons of bitches that why are they kneeling? So now that they're like, now that they're violent, like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. I just feel like it's absolutely ridiculous. And do y'all have any thought, other thoughts on it? Cause I kind of want to, I feel like we could go into our show topic also. With this. What I'm seeing here right now is that it is going far right now because other, um, main people like known black people are getting themselves involved in this TI. Yeah. Is yeah. that restroom protector and protectors? Um, we have um, Killer Mike. Yeah, yeah, Killer he's, Mike. Yeah, he's also involved. We have so many. See, this is one thing I've always said about black people forget the competition, forget the hatred. Come together, yeah. Come together as one. Dallas, is, Dallas have joined the race of people doing protests. Yeah. New York. Um, Atlanta. Washington. Washington. Yeah. If this. Eastern. See. Yeah, he's still America has 50 states. Yeah. If this can go for like 12 or 15 states, yeah, this issue can have uh, yeah. justice will be served. Because I have never seen in the history of America, I don't know if I'm wrong, but from what I know, I've never seen a case that was put on the limelight like after this. four days. Yeah. Well, Rodney King. Rodney King would be the last one. That okay. was like this. Rodney King. And there was some changes that were made when the police officer... That's the first time that you saw on camera what black people have been saying it for history, for years. But they actually video, recorded Rodney King being beaten up by California, LA police and like, because he was driving drunk. They, so they really, beat him. I mean, like, with a baseball bat. This is in a... Um, I think this is um, in uh, Atlanta right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Atlanta protests have gotten violent. The mayor of Atlanta said um, that this is not the legacy of civil rights in America. This is chaos and we're buying into it. I don't condone violence, but I also feel like, like, what do you honestly expect? Like, this is, they've they pushed the black society to the war whereby it's too feel, much. Feel, if we're going to die for doing nothing, let's die while we're doing Ooh, something. At least let's fight. Like, you know what I'm Let's you know, die while we're doing something because we're not going. And if you look at this protest, these are not just mainly black people. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's, it's everybody it's now. It's, yeah. it's, it's because one, I saw I saw a video of a white man who came out and say, at this point in time, the white this white man is a cop. Yeah. He came out and said, at this point in time, we are took out the to eight hundred the eight hundred thousand police officers we took out. Mm-hmm. to protect our society to protect our environment yeah. but there is no way you're going to tell me that what this what this officer did was the right thing yeah. it is not just the officer that killed him the other three officers that were there watching yeah. that couldn't say nothing were also involved That the reason why he's saying this is because this is just a detriment to all the cops in America yeah they still have, he said that there are still good white cops in America that but actually want to protect that really want to protect the society. But what this guy just did is putting everybody not right now, I be you black, be white, yeah. as long as you're a cop, yeah, it's putting you in I danger. Guess. Your family is in danger, yeah, because at this point in time, if they find out you're a cop. You're going down. Exactly. That's the way it is right and now. And the problem is this blue wall of silence. Like this other officer actually spoke out immediately. The thing happened. He was a black cop. 
And he spoke out against it, said it was wrong, the murderers, they didn't handle it right, blah, blah, blah. And everyone was like, thank God he spoke out, but what's going to happen to him what's now? What's going to happen to him? Like, it's like this blue wall of silence where really they're not allowed, they, it's, it's almost like they're not allowed to speak out. Mm-hmm. And they had a panel when um, a lot of these riots were happening at first, like when the whole Black Lives Matter thing had just started, that um, this panel of minority officers who said that we're, who said that we're trained to, um, we're trained and we're taught that we're not allowed to speak out against other officers. When we see things that we're not allowed to say anything about it, which is why you never see cops saying, that's a bad cop, he did a bad thing, that's wrong. They always say, well, I have to see the situation, I don't know the situation, we have to do an investigation, blah, 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 even when it's in broad daylight that this person obviously was murdered for no reason. And I do want to share this quote because I feel like this is what's happening right now, honestly, and this is what... This is really why I feel white people are scared of black people. And also um, the Honorable Minister Farrakhan, he also said something similar to this. I'll insert that clip. It says, it's a Langston Hughes quote. And he said, Negroes, sweet and docile, meek, humble, and kind. Beware of the day when they change their mind. And I feel like that's what's happened. They've had enough. The lady who was speaking out has said that um, Minneapolis... It's like white Wakanda. You know, in Wakanda, it's like under wraps. Nobody knows about what's happening in Wakanda. Yeah. She said it's white Wakanda because she said now your white Wakanda has been exposed. That that things like that have people have been dying for years in Minneapolis. Nobody has said anything. Nobody knows. Nothing happens. They don't go to jail. They they get they even some people are still saying now the man still might get probation. That we have to see what actually happens, and um, that now it's finally been exposed and they're not going back to the way that it used to be. So I just feel like. I feel like people are fed up and that brings me to a point because, you know, we're also all um, Nigerian and there's a lot of things that happen. I feel like there's some form of racism, except for in Africa, there's some form, well, except for most places in Africa, except for South Africa is different, but where um, we all have our own issues going on. Do you feel the um, show topic or what would you do segment? Is, is it important? Do you think it's important for black people all over the world to speak up for each other's issues? Yeah. Okay, you feel like... Yeah, it should be a global thing. It shouldn't yeah. be just a state. It shouldn't be just a, a, a nation. Yeah. It should be global because we all should have one voice. Right. This incident right now... It involves black Americans, but it could be any of us. Continents like Africa should be talking about it. Yeah. They should be raising their voice right now. Yeah. Because something's happening in Nigeria too a lot. Jamaica. Yeah, that's what people were saying. Yeah, that, a lot. that even that police in general, even in Nigeria, like, yeah. Yeah. this thing yeah, about police like crazy. they just abuse their you, authority. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you just like I don't know. You know, like like yesterday someone was seeing someone like uh, okay, like tell you uh Brexit after he gave free from the police that he should just look for a country to go to. Because it's gonna Because like he's gonna happen again. Yeah. Because like you're the first guy that turned himself to so, be a, a, a woman <laughs> in Nigeria, you know, yeah. they're trying to create a history in Nigeria, so, and they are after you. Yeah, yeah. Just this year, you've been arrested like four times. Yeah. So, if you can escape from these, man, bro, just look for a place to run to. Yeah. Just go and fight for asylum to somewhere, but don't go to U.S. because they are killing black in U.S. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't go to U.S. You know but what I'm honestly, saying? Like, it's, it's it's like, yeah, everybody, like, don't go to U.S. because of they're killing blacks in U.S. Like, yeah. it's crazy. But do you guys feel, do you, so do you feel like we're speaking out enough for each other? Because even on the reverse end of it, 
do you feel like black people speak up enough when it's like immigration issues or when it's like, you know, when immig- when people who are not black Americans, when they have their own issues, do you feel like they speak up enough for us? Like, do you, you know what I'm, understand what I'm trying to say? Like, I feel like we need to speak up more for each other or do you feel like everyone has their own issues and everyone should deal with their own issues? Is it like if we if we do if we come together half the way the Mexicans, the Latinos come together mm. in their issues, we will not be where we are today. Yeah. Why do you think the whites don't like messing around with the Latinos? Because yeah. they will always back each other out no matter what happens. They might go be, behind the closet and suddenly I'm among themselves and say, hey you dude you're wrong. Yeah. But outside they are gonna come for. They are gonna come for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Africans, Black Americans, we are not like that. We are just envious about every each. But you know, there's even issues in the Latino community with Black Latino people. Yeah. They don't. White Latinos don't acknowledge the issues that Black yeah, Latinos yeah. have to go to go through. So I just feel like we should all, as sensitive as we need to be, especially since we live here in America. And before you open your mouth, they don't know that you're. Not black American. Yeah, Nigeria, they're gonna know. They just see you as a black guy. Yeah, you know. Um, when it's the reverse issue, when it's not. I mean, racism is always happening in this country, but when it has to do with immigrants and mm. when it has to do with immigration issues and you know things like that, I feel like also we should all still come together and speak up for each other, and black Americans should also speak up. So, I do want to ask because I feel like sometimes. Immigrants are afraid to speak up. Do you think an immigrant, this is part two of our topic, do you think an immigrant or a green card holder feels safe to speak up against police injustice? Do not. Yeah, not. No, yeah, because if you're a green card holder, you're kind of like 99% of... Yeah, residents. You're already a resident of America, so you have like... So why do you think... By law. Yeah. Yeah. By law. Mm Mm-hmm. But do they practice law in America? They will say, they will tell you yes, but... You're not safe, bro. I because am. by the time they dig into your issues and find that you don't have that blue passport, brother, they will look for one thing or the other. To yeah, do. that's what like, I'm it's thinking. It's not safe. Like no, no, like by I'm, law, you you have every right. Yeah, you pay, you pay, you pay taxes. You do. You yeah. have every right to do that. But my bro, man, you don't want to take. No, the only thing just everyone should just have to be very, very careful. If they can call, just for someone to just park the car, go spoil, you know, in an apartment. And then the white people just call police on her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you just have to be very, very extraordinarily careful. Like, with the immigrant, anywhere we are going to, what you do, you know what I'm saying? So, just, would you encourage, speak. like, more immigrants? Because I really just feel like, I mean, I'm assuming that the reason that immigrants don't speak is because they feel like we have, I have my own problem. Like, I don't even have... I'm not on your. I'm not a citizen, so I can't really speak up. But you no, know, he he just said something. I say the problem we are having with black is just that, you know, we are not always coming together. Forget yeah. about being immigrant or it, not yeah. immigrant. You know, if you are black, you are black. Right. In America, she said they don't even know you except maybe that are like, hey, who are you? Yeah. Your ID. You or I see your name. I see your name. I see your name. You're just a black. But you're just black. You're yeah. African American. So like. What they are doing now is kind of the best, you know what I'm saying? Like this one really like we'll it's trying to like up. shake the economy of America again because a lot of places have been burned down. Yeah. You know, like so they'll kind of like sit down and rethink about it and know what they're doing. And I did wanna mention, um so T I the rapper, 
Um, I'm not sure if he's the one that come up with came up with this, but they said that what we should do is an idea because really when you want to make change that you should hit America where their money is, where their pockets are and hit them in their economy. And he said that on July 7th, we should have something called Blackout Day. And Blackout Day is it's called Blackout Day 2020. So I'm going to read to you what he said. He said, Blackout Day, July 7th, 2020. This is a call to action. We need one day of solidarity in America where not one black person in America spends a dollar. This includes Africans, Native Americans, Asian Americans, Hispanics, all people of color. Together, we have $3.9 trillion in economic spending power. That's $10.6 trillion, 10 trillion, 684 billion, $931,506,000. It's going to cost per day next time a person of color gets shot. We will call it Blackout Day 2020. July 7, 2020, please spread the message and let's show real action that they fear. He said, nobody spend shit on this day if you give a fuck about the murders, lynchings, and oppression of people of color. Us or else, Blackout Day 2020, July 7th. Now, some people were saying that it's a great idea, but that they should do, we should do it on July 4th, since it's America's Independence Day. To yeah, really... You know, because so many businesses will be closed. Yeah. And July we... 4th. Like, that's a, good, that's a good starting. I'm telling you, because yeah. if they can do that, yeah. it's going to shake America. And they'll, like, sit up very They'll well. see that, okay, they're yeah, like, these wow, people this actually... Fine. Like, you know, they'll really affect us. So what do y'all think about that? Would you partake in it? Yeah, going forward, yeah, we should. On July 7th? Mm-hmm. So what do you take by July 7th before? Me? Yeah. Bro, shit. I mean, July 7th is my baby's birthday, but, you know. Yeah, that's, that's a little boy. That's the latest birthday. Let us do that thing on July 4th. <laughs> July 4th, right? <laughs> no, July 4th is also my sister's birthday. My birthday is July 4th. Yeah, but I mean, that's, I oh, mean, shit. but that's independent. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's a good idea. I think um, everyone should really, really consider it. It's just one day. Like, if you don't spend money for one day, you'll be fine, guys. I just so, imagine you being broke that day. Yeah, exactly. Just think you're well, broke. To be honest, you if black can, if everybody can cooperate and like and all come the together, blacks come together, man, <sighs> America will be like they will like feel something that's happening in this country. Exactly. Because you know it's the black that eat a lot. That it, the blacks spend a lot. No, no we spend the most. We, we, spend we spend the most. We buy anything. We, eat a lot. Yeah. we, buy we anything, feed the economy. You know? We're thirteen percent of this nation, but we're ninety six percent of yeah, the funds that go to this nation. So it will have a huge effect, and I feel like besides the protests and besides just um, changing legislation, which call your people, call whoever your mayor, your governor, your council person is, and tell them that you want to see some change. And um, yeah, oh, I did want to, you know, just briefly ask, you know, since this is like Kelvin's guy. So how do you feel about Trump's tweet? Just want to. How do you do? You call him. Do you? I'll have. I'll, You're gonna have a problem. Yeah, Donald Trump have a special private. Conversation, conversation yeah. about his ridiculous tweet. Okay, well, I prefer he was not in a very good state when he made that tweet. But he just said something this afternoon that that is a speech that someone's said he, he didn't know where it he came didn't know from. where. Let me let me know, like from people crazy. that didn't, people the that president didn't see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's a big um, anyway. Donald like, Trump said from what? his own Twitter at real Donald Trump. He said, "I can't stand back and watch this happen to a great American city, Minneapolis." A total lack of leadership. Either the very weak, radical left mayor, Jacob Frey, get his act together and bring the city under control, or I will send in the National Guard, the military, and get the job done right. 
He says, these thugs are dishonoring the memory of George Floyd, and I won't let that happen. Just spoke to Governor Tim Waltz and told him that the military is with him all the way. Any difficulty, and we will assume control, but when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Thank you. What does he mean by dishonoring the memory? So, exactly, he's saying that because people are looting and because they're rioting, that they're dishonoring the dead man's memory. He's an, he's an idiot. And then now he said, well, first, he came, when he came out and spoke about China, he didn't address it at all. They thought it was going to be a press conference. He turned it into a statement. He said it, and then he went his way. And then later he said that he didn't know where it came from because the history of when the looting starts, the shooting starts, it comes from a racist police chief who said that he'll start shooting people if they try to loot in the city and that he doesn't care if they say that it's police brutality. So it's a historical thing that this Miami police chief had said um, that was very, very racist and basically inciting violence. And Donald Trump said that he didn't know that's where it came from. Switch quicker than a play with them capabilities. Pull out a strap. These demons ain't scared of much. You see, set shit on fire. Jay got all the gasoline at the master rise of self esteem. Get it? That's the smoke from the fire. Deon Tantras missed another step. Silk dress, he used to seduce him. But pleasure was kept. Acrobatics, rap Olympics had me tired, I guess. Undressed the rumors they addressing in the same breath. Insane Tennessee's not the type where you need help. I mean, you got better chances keeping on chopper when the sale. Charge through your city with max and credit villains 50 million on any dollar gon' catch someone's opinion hands over your eyes i know they watch